Are you sick of living in the shadow of someone else? Need some help learning to love yourself and tap into your unique strengths or embrace your leadership potential so you can thrive in your life. This is Empower with Nancy. Let's start the show. Oh. Hello and welcome to Empower with Nancy's podcast, where we explore the realms of personal growth, empowerment, and pursuit of dreams. I am dedicated life coach and business coach who empower executive and female entrepreneurs who are living in the shadow of someone else's dream. And today I'm thrilled to be joined by two incredible guests who are making waves in their own respective fields. First, I want to introduce Holly Carroll. A powerhouse in the world of luxury real estate, Holly is a luxury realtor in Masaka. Hopefully I pronounced that right. (laughs) Public speaker and an author of Selling Secrets You Can't Afford to Miss. She is a founder member of Women Empower Women Co., a group that was formed to empower all women to live life courageously, collaborate, connect, and lean into the makes then lean into what makes them truly feel alive. She is a formal Miss Canada and is on a mission to impact the world and inspire others. Welcome, Holly. Thank you. Great introduction. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. And second is Jessica Whitney, manifestation coach, an expert in the art of manifestation dreams into tangible success. With a unique blend of mindset strategies and practical techniques, Jessica has guided countless individuals towards realizing their deepest desires. Through her own personal transformation, she has tapped into the abundance of the universe and learned the beauty art of allowing. Her love of helping others has brought her to co-write her first book with Holly, yay, which is set to launch later this year. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much. What ties us together today, audience, is a shared passion for empowering women. We believe that every woman has the potential to shape their own destiny and through our individual expertise. We aim to provide the tools and knowledge and inspiration needed to do just that. So whether you're a woman on the cusp of transformative journey or simply seeking the dose of motivation you're in the right place today. Let's dive into the conversation that promises to be filled with insight, wisdom, and accountable steps towards creating the life you envision. So, yay! I'm so excited. Thank you, ladies, for being on my podcast. And it's been such a pleasure to meet you finally. Uh, we've been doing a lot of conversations through Instagram and email and now that we all are kind of in the Kathleen Cameron manifestation millionaire, you know, family, and it's just been an honor. So are you ready to get started? We're ready. Yeah. We're ready. <laughs> Let's take those glasses off. All right. So <laughs> Holly, in the world of luxury real estate, what do you see as the key trends to shift that define success for professional in your field? 
Yes, I feel there is a shift being made, um, one in feminine energy rising. And that doesn't just mean women. We all know that. Well, maybe the viewers don't, but we all three of us do know that. It's um, more of like the, the allowing and the nurturing and um, that feminine energy that um, just sort of holds space for people as well. I do um, want to change the industry and I want to change the industry where there isn't such um, of a competition or a hate between the buyers and the sellers. Why can't we all just get along? You know what I mean? Right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and there's a few things in place that is sort of implementing that. But just me in general, like I want us all to talk about it. It doesn't have to be this sort of sneakiness, right? Everybody should be happy. Absolutely. And you know, I have... 35 years in the mortgage banking industry, the real estate. So I completely understand. And you know, it's, it has its roller coasters. It goes up, to, up and down. And some people either trust the, the industry or they don't. And it's like you said, why can't everyone just get along? Because yep. no matter what, this is the industry that everyone needs, you know, and we're here to help and serve. And um, it's a very powerful powerful way to really meet a lot of great people as well. So especially with your background, right? And everything that you've learned has definitely, I'm sure has been a, a great impact. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've pretty much made my business on collaboration and, and, and helping other people also succeed, especially yeah. in my market, which is Muskoka, it's cottage market. Um, a lot of people don't know an agent in this actual market that lives here and, and breathes here and all of the stuff here. So I do a lot of referrals and it's wonderful because again, we all win. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Jessica, you are next. <laughs> what, <laughs> what manifestation principles do you find most impactful in your coaching practice? Okay, this is a great question. So first and foremost, I want to talk about manifestation. So manifestation is not just about bringing to life your dream home, your dream car. Manifestation is literally everything we are experiencing. So it is this very moment, me being on this podcast with the two of you, this is a manifestation, right? We right. are constantly manifesting and bringing things into the physical 3D world. So the thing that I love to teach my clients and the people that come into my realm is that when we take responsibility for our own energy, that's when our world shifts because what most people do is they experience the 3d world bring it into their body and then they think those thoughts believe those things to be their reality and then they keep seeing the same thing over and over again so Absolutely. they're using their senses almost against themselves mm -hmm. but instead if we can realize that it starts from within us and what we have within us goes out into the world and that's what we end up seeing in our physical 3d world we can become a master of our own life a master of our destiny right absolutely so absolutely we are energetic beings we are made up of 99.9999999 you know it could go on and on and on you guys know what i mean percent yes. energy so 
really, as soon as we realize that our energy is contributing to the life that we're experiencing, that's when we can shift it. So if you're someone who doesn't love your job or isn't getting along with your partner and you keep focusing on the fact that you don't like your job and that your partner is not, you know, being a partner in the way that you wish they would be, your focused attention on those things is what keeps creating the exact same thing. So what I like to do is I like to have conversations like what we're having right now. Holly and I do this all the time for each other. We help each other because you can use a pen and paper and do it yourself, or you right. can work with someone and they can help you to see what you've been focusing on. And so we will help each other say like, okay, well, what kind of energy does that bring? You know, and mm -hmm. so I think to myself, oh, if I'm not really liking something, that's kind of a low vibration. So if you think right. of everything on a frequency, there's different frequencies. It's much like a radio station. If you want to hear country music, you got to tune in to the country radio station, but you can't hear the rock and roll on the country radio station. So if you continue to tune into the negatives about your job, you will continue to see the negatives about your job. So it's just about tuning to a different station so Absolutely. i love teaching this and i love sharing this with people because it really is that simple so the principles that i use i have kind of a three-step manifestation process that i learned from abraham hicks and yes. it's step one you gotta ask step two believe and step three receive so receive. step one basically just means that you are putting out your desires. And it doesn't mean you have to write it down. Although I am a big believer that for me, myself personally, writing it down has so much power, but there are people that don't know anything about manifestation and yet they're still manifesting their life. Why? Because just by observing, we are putting things in our mind that we prefer or that we don't like. And so constantly you have this list of things that you would love like you might see someone else going on a vacation and just without even writing it down without without even thinking too much about it you're like i would love to go on a vacation so that's step one and then step two is totally up to the universe so you can call it universe source energy god spirit your angels there's many many words that people use it's the right. same divine power that is within all of us and so that is up to the universe to bring it to you and then mm -hmm. step three is receiving it so i work with so many people that have desires they know it's possible and then when it comes to them they unknowingly shoo it away and so absolutely you know, this is like you said in the in the introduction, you know, learning about the art of allowing. This is a big piece in manifestation and part of my passion because I was someone who was a very fabulous manifester, but as soon as things came to me, I shooed them away. Mm -hmm. I resisted them. I didn't allow them in. And so I had to become aware of that. And so this is why I think it's so cool to work with someone or work in like a journal or something like that where you can become aware of where you may be resisting what you desire and what you really want and taking a look at why so for me i wanted more money 
And I would go out with people and they would offer to pay and I'd be like, no, 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 I got it, I got it. It took me years to realize that all of the money I desired had already been coming to me for years and I was unconsciously resisting it away. Mm -hmm. And where did that come from? That came from my upbringing because I grew up with a dad that was like, I can do everything on my own. Yeah, <laughs> so true. I think most of us have, you know, it's kind of funny to hear that everyone's different stories, right? And mm -hmm. people that I have had on my podcast, clients, potential clients, just people in general, we all have the same type of story and how we were brought up. And till today, and where we're at today, we learned so much from within ourselves and others. And that's the beauty of it is like you said at the beginning is manifesting today, like me reaching out to you guys, like it, there was a calling for me mm -hmm. to reach out to. And I, you know, the funny thing is I had no idea when I reached out to Holly, she goes, I think you might enjoy, you know, somebody, it's a manifestation coach. And I said, Oh, is that Kathleen Cameron? She goes, no, she's one of my coaches. Like, how is that even possible? Like, how did we even know that? Right. Right. And I'm like, that right there is a powerhouse connection and starting to believe, like you said, believing within yourself, all of us struggle, even though we're coaches, right? We all struggle that. And we have to bounce off of others outside of our family, right? Mm -hmm. Because our family knows us. And so when you meet other people and bounce different ideas, we all need that boost because not every morning when we wake up, we feel like we're just ready to go. We can feel that way if we put our mind to it and start our simple morning routines by putting your feet on the floor. And I always say this and thanking your higher power, universe, spirit guides, whoever, and start your day that way, making your bed, doing all these little simple routines. And the journaling part of it, Jessica, is it is so powerful when you have the music background, right? That's calming and soothing. And then you're just, you're writing, you don't type out in your journal, like literally writing it because you feel it and you're putting that energy to it. So it's such, it's so beautiful of everything that you said, because it is so true, but sometimes the challenge, right? With us is getting people to understand that because that's all they think about is the fear and this little voice telling them that they can't, you shouldn't, and the no, 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 the negative, negative, and not the positive. Jess and I have a really cool saying, um, we flick the amber. Jess, tell her about that. So this is something that I also learned from Abraham Hicks. So Esther and Jerry are the creators of Abraham, and we'll have to talk about that another time if you guys are not familiar with them. But uh, Jerry was very interested in learning about the laws of the universe and how he could manifest all his dreams and make a difference in the world. And Esther was kind of afraid of it. And it turns out that she was able to channel her spirit guides. And now she goes around and she shares these stories. So she said, you know, our thoughts are kind of like the embers in a fire. So if you're sitting around a fire and the embers start sparking and a little fiery ember flies up and hits your shirt, you have two choices. One, to flick it off 
Uh -huh. Or two, to leave it there. And what's going to happen if you leave it there? It's going to burn a hole burn. in your shirt, right? Mm -hmm. This is the same with our thoughts and how we create our reality. Many, many people come to us and say, you know, like, how do I stop all negative thoughts? Well, you don't. It is absolutely normal to have negative thoughts. The key is not carrying the momentum. So we don't want those negative thoughts to just keep trailing on. That's how they become a manifestation. But if you observe the, the negative thought or the negative feeling and you flick it off the shirt, <laughs> like this is, this is one of the ways that we keep each other accountable to our own feeling. Like sometimes I let it carry a little bit too much momentum and I call her and she's like, flick the ember, flick the ember. Flick the ember. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. I, I think it's important okay. to say because anybody that's listening, like don't feel bad when you do have a bad thought. And that's what right. people do. They're like, there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I need all these things. I need an energy healing. Like I need all these things. And really it's just, it's okay to have them, but flick them as soon as you can. Absolutely. Wow. That is beautiful, powerful. I love it. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to start flicking all kinds of stuff what? off everywhere. <laughs> and you're going to laugh and think of us now. <laughs> right? Right? Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Holly. All right. So next question for Holly. As a public speaker, how do you leverage your platform to inspire, educate, and empower your audience, particularly in today's rapid change in our world? Um, so I use every platform to inspire and motivate. Um, that's all I do. It, I'm not a different person on stage or on this podcast I am, as I am just sitting and eating breakfast with you in the morning. I try, that is my purpose, is to get up and help other people find their light and shine their light. So when I go up there, it's just a product of that. It's a product of me shining my light. Typically, I like to use this material. Generally, it's 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 focusing on visualization and how I visualized and felt that frequency and became successful in my life. But I could pretty much talk about any topic that has to do with us just stepping into our next level self. And I love the fact that you're just who you are, right? You don't have to go on stage to be someone that you're not. Yeah. And that is the other beauty of it is just be yourself. Let's just have fun. You don't need to be you know, stuffy and worry and like worry about what you're going to say. If you mess up, who cares? You know, I, I mess up. We all mess up. It's okay, but just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jessica tells me this all the time. You know, it's not what you say. It's the light that you're shining from within and how you're making people feel. So when I go on stage, it's an opportunity for me to really connect with my higher power and connect with the people and just shine my light again. And I want to yes. add something there. Like, I think Holly and I talk about this all the time. It's about the energy you're in. It's not about the words that you speak because, you know, mm -hmm. some words are going to resonate with one person and they're not going to with another. But the yes. energy that's behind it is what people feel. And so even before we came on this podcast today, Holly said, what's your intention? I said, to have fun. <laughs> you know? And that's... We got to talk about the book. She's like... <laughs> be, you know, like... like <laughs> People feel your energy. And if I come on here, you know, in a certain way, looking a certain way, thinking that I have to say a certain amount of things or, you know, talk about the things that Holly and are doing right now, 
I know that that feels a little resistant. But if I just come on here and I'm like, it's a bunch of girls having a conversation, getting to know each other and sharing what we've learned along the way, I know that this is going to hit the, the listener's ears in a different way. Because my intention is always to have a good time. And when I'm having a good time, my energy just like it just elevates so much and people can feel that. Yep. Right. And that's where it starts is just yep. relaxing, be yourself. And then the conversation just starts. It's like journaling. Oh my gosh, what am I going to journal? How yep. am I going to say it? Am I doing it wrong? Blah, blah, blah. No, you just go in there and start writing and just have darn fun. And don't worry about that. It's supposed to be perfect or a certain way. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I think it. that's one thing in the manifestation world that a lot of people try to do is they try to mimic what Holly's doing. They try to mimic what I'm doing, what Kathleen's doing, what you're doing, Nancy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's part of their journey. So it's not wrong. But what mm -hmm. I think my big message is for the world is that when you tap into who you are and what lights you up, follow that and start to do more of that. And that will take you further than anybody else's strategy ever will. It, you just nailed it girl because so many people say oh my gosh everyone wants to be coaches well yeah it's okay and every coach coaches something different but yep. the unique part of it is is every coach has their own unique like uniqueness yep. how are they the person what you're teaching how you're teaching it doesn't matter and and we may not all resonate to, with us right but i tell that to my potential clients how do you feel on the conversation? You know, if it's like in a Zoom or phone call, if you don't feel empowered based off my passion and hear it in my voice, then we're not a good match. It, it is okay. It's okay. That's the beauty of what we do. You know, yes, there's a lot of coaches out there, but you know what? I love what I do. And I know you ladies do too. And one of the things that I would love to share for the three of us to the audience of is coming out of your comfort zone. And if it's something that when you wake up in the morning and you are just dreading to go to work because you hate what you do, then let's revisit that and figure out why do you hate what you do? Is it because you're fearing to do something that you're so passionate about and you just don't know the step to take? Or is it someone telling you that you can't? Or is it your own limiting beliefs saying that you can't? And I will be a testament of that. I was petrified to step out of the corporate environment, the corporate world, because I knew I had a very consistent paycheck and I did very, very well. But I treated every company that I worked for as though it was my own. And after the years and years and years, I've fallen gotten back up. You learn from that. So people, when they fall, they hold on to that and they fear of letting go of it because then you can't move forward. So the, that's some of the things that I would love to share with your guys' experience. Like what made you step out of what you did to do what you're doing now? So Holly, let's start with you. I've always had a burning desire to to do more, to um, live into my potential, step into my potential. Um, I had to do a lot of healing before I truly stepped into my power. 
I also gave up alcohol, which I love to mention all the time because um, I think it's something that is easily it can 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 affect a lot of people. In terms of going for it, <laughs> um, both Jessica and I are quick to make decisions um, because we listen from within, you know, like the answers are within and generally we can come to a, a decision within 24 hours, whether it's a phone call to each other or a phone call to our coaches, but uh, generally we can, we can sit with it and listen to our guides and our inner, and our inner voice and go for it. Let's talk about that because I think that that is super, super important that, you know, usually with, with me, I, once I make a decision, I just go for it. But most of us fear of that because they think oh, you're reactionary. Don't re like, think about it. Then when you tend to think about it, what do you do? You tend to ask people, oh, do you think I should do this? Or, and then people will say yes or no. And then you're so confused. You're like, okay, when, when should I make this decision and the leap of faith of doing what I want to do? It doesn't matter what it is, buying a car or buying a house or whatever, an expensive purse. So, you know, getting out of that comfort zone to make a decision, a quick decision doesn't mean that it's the wrong decision. Go within, right? As you said, and, and as long as you feel excited and and um, about doing it, then then do that, right? So, I, I mean, you can always change it too. I think um, I think indecision is 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 worse than a bad decision, right? right? I think a lot of people don't move forward or make the decision because they they're in a fear based state rather than an empowerment state. Right? right. So they fear of what they're going to lose rather than what they're going to have to gain. Right. Jessica, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I would love to add something. I think that this is all just about conditioning. Mm -hmm. We grew up and it, this is like the culture in Canada where I grew up and it's similar in a lot of other countries, but it's the time that I grew up. I grew up where we looked to teachers to make decisions and our parents to make decisions for us. And we looked outside of ourselves. What do you think? I've even heard so many people talk about make a pros and cons list. Yeah. So we, we stopped <laughs> trusting ourselves. Yeah. We stopped trusting ourselves. We, we disconnected from the source that is within all of us. And we live more as matter as this physical being than as the spiritual beings that we are. And so Holly and I have done a lot of work to tap back into our spiritual beings because we realize that we're spiritual beings living a human experience, not a human who's spiritual. Mm -hmm. And when you live from that place and you're tapped into that source, everything is always working out. Yep. So now I don't see anything as a challenge. I see it as an opportunity to expand and to grow. And that took me a lot of years. I was someone who sat in indecision for a lot of years because I was afraid that I would miss out on something or make the wrong decision. Right. And now I realize that every decision just helped me to grow. Like we've all had bad relationships. We've all had bad jobs. We've all, you know, bought the wrong car you know we've all done we've all done that <laughs> but i just think if you don't make a decision and you don't move you don't grow yep. or you grow right. in a very small way and i just think holly and i we're so drawn to each other because we want to expand as much as possible we know that 
the potential within us is way beyond what we'll even experience in this lifetime, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And when we tap into that limitless energy that's within all of us, like there's some things that I've done that even surprise myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been there, done that, right? <laughs> well, I think it's cool too, um, with Jessica being my coach, is that like she turns it around and lets me decide. Like I, I do ask her, you know, for the advice and what do you think? And she's like, well, what do you think? And then gets down to it and the questions keep, keep, keep coming for me to actually come up with the answers myself. And the answers are within every one of us. Mm -hmm. It's just helpful to have maybe you as a coach, Nancy, or Jessica as a coach, or even Kathleen to really see what your answers would be. Right. 100%. And that's sort of what the journal is about too. It's like all these modalities and practices for you to unblock your spirit, your within and get the answers for you and all these exercises for you to actually be able to trust yourself again. And us as coaches, we're not here to give you, tell you what to do, right? We're there to suggest and mentor you yeah. and, you know, and, um, but sometimes like you said, we're scared to make the decisions and we want other people to make the decision for us. So we can blame them later. Jessica said. That just comes out of a habit, right? Right. It's just right. a habit. And so I always recognize my habits and my patterns and I'll help my clients with that as well. Like, why is it that you can't decide, make this yeah. decision, you know, yeah. getting them to dig a little bit deeper because at the end of the day, this is all about me helping people step into their own divine power and mm -hmm. becoming who they always were. Absolutely. And, you know, it's within all of us. We've just been We've had these conditions piled on us and these ways of living piled on us. And so basically it's just about like sweeping them to the side and figuring out like what's deep within us. Like, why do you want to make this decision? And what would happen if you did make this decision and it didn't turn out the way you want it? You know what I mean? What could you mm -hmm. gain from that? I had a conversation with a woman um, not that long ago who was actually manifesting a career change, a career shift, something different. She loved her work, but she was exhausted. She worked in the nursing industry. And she came to me and said, I've just been offered this manager position that's like twice the pay, but what if I don't like it? And then I've just given up the job that I liked, that I, you know, that she did for so many years that was comfortable, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just said to her, I said, well, why do you want this shift? Why do you want, like, why have you been asking for this? And she's like, well, more money would be nice, you know, <laughs> more ease and flow for my family, more vacations, things like that. And I said, well, what's the worst that can happen? And that's a question I like to ask people. Time. What's the worst that can happen? You take this job because there are things that you have been looking for, like better pay, less hours. And there's things that you don't like about it. And the worst thing that can happen is you're like, this wasn't for me. And then you go back and you apply for your other job and boom, you get your other job. And right. she's like, oh yeah, you're right. And I said, trust me, everything is always working out for you. And I know this because eight years ago, I left my job to move to Costa Rica and I ended up not 
figuring it out in Costa Rica and I came back to Canada and I went back to my job. They took me back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they took me back. They took me back. And yeah. even if they didn't take me back, when you believe that you are always taken care of because there is a power greater than us that is always supporting us. And when you tap into that, it always works out. And the thing I like to tell people is I'm like, look back on your life when you made a decision to do something and it didn't work out. Did you survive it? Yes, absolutely. So mm -hmm. sometimes we just have to dig into, you know, the past and see where things really did work out. Maybe not in the way that you thought, but they always work out. You know, the thing that I want to teach people is that it is a choice to sit in the struggle. Your job is not causing you that stress. It's you that is causing you that stress. And Absolutely. so many people sit in that struggle and the stress. And I've heard so many people say to me, it is what it is. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Don't you hate that? I hate when people say it is what it is. You know, well, you know what, Nancy? I don't hate that they say it. I just feel sad that that's where they're at. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Because they, you know, you, you feel that, right? Because then what ends up going, then they, they just sit and they don't do anything about it. And then that's where they just go down the wrong path. And, and this is what I it mean. It breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah, it breaks your heart. This is what I mean about talking about stepping into the power. Because what happens in those moments is that person has given all of their power away to yes. their job or to money or to their bills or to their partner, to their job, whatever, whatever it is. And I want to show people I'm like, you have the power to create your own reality. But you destiny. have to Absolutely. make that decision. You have to choose every single day that you're the one with the power. Mm -hmm. And you know, I remember this is this is funny. We might we might add this into the book, Holly, because it's coming to okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually studied with Kathleen together. And I remember years ago when I just wasn't in alignment with the things I was doing in my life, and my other sister was dating somebody. And he wasn't feeling that good. And my older sister said to her, well, you know, you choose happiness. And I remember mm -hmm. thinking that my older sister was kind of an asshole for saying <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, he might have a chemical imbalance. <laughs> You're like, no, he didn't. I worked in that field. I worked in the right. field of mental health and depression and anxiety and it was something I was hearing all the time, you know, people can't help it and they have a chemical imbalance and they just need SSRIs and different things like that. And don't get me wrong, I, I believe wholeheartedly in medication. And I just remember thinking like, what is she even talking about? And then fast forward to today, now I'm spewing the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a choice to feel good. It is a choice to be happy. Is it always gonna be easy? No. no. But it's simple and here's the thing i want to tell anybody who's listening if you're not feeling good right now and you're thinking that i'm the a-hole now <laughs> i want you to just know that all it takes is the willingness to try to trust yeah mm -hmm. because if i tell you right now that you can choose happiness but you're feeling depressed there's too big of a gap 
Yeah, absolutely. We mm-hmm. can't just jump from depression to happiness. It doesn't work that way. Or that's not no. the way that I've figured out. I figured out that we have to start at the depression and we have to work our way up to that hopefulness. Or, you know, even you might have to go through feelings of sadness. And so if you start with saying to yourself, you know what, I would love to be happy. I am willing to try to be happy. I am willing to change. You start to move your energy up from that depression. And then you start noticing, you know, the trees and how beautiful and grounded they are. And you start taking notice of things that start to lift your energy and change your vibration. And I just, I just want everybody to know that we have the power and even if it feels hard, reach out, reach out to someone like Holly or me or Nancy, reach out because we are here to support you. I want to help people. I, I don't want to be up here happy all by myself. I want everybody to come up (laughs) with me. You know what I mean? And sometimes it just takes making the decision that you're willing to try and then all of a sudden the universe starts to put people on your path before we started recording nancy actually said that there was synchronicities that happened with kathleen and the same it that was the same for me i remember kathleen coming on my path and she lived three hours for me i was like oh that's cool you know she was wearing a necklace from somebody that i personally knew and i was like oh my goodness so pay attention to the signs yes Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, in take baby steps, don't feel that you have to just jump right into it. And if you don't, then it's not going to work or what have you just take your baby steps and do it on your time. It's funny how you say that once you start to come into that vibration and being like positive and feeling it, like you feel it in the inside. It's kind of hard to explain how you feel on the inside, but you'll know it because it just won't just be like a regular little day that like you'll know the feeling and the passion. And it, you know, sometimes it's like when you go and buy a brand new car, right? Or any car and it's blue. Next thing you know, you have seen that same color blue on all the cars for a couple of weeks, but it's the same thing. Like you said, Jessica, as you start to believe and you know, you, you're feeling really good about your passion and your goals, just you'll see all kinds of different signs come towards you. So that is very, very, very powerful. Yeah, everything is a reflection of what's in our subconscious mind. Yes. So if you guys have never heard of it, we call it the law of attraction. It's just like the law of gravity. It, you know, you drop a pen and it falls to the ground. The same thing goes with law of attraction. It says that like attracts like so this is like what i talked about earlier about being on the same frequency so if you're in this frequency of i'm i'm not happy where i am i'm not making a lot of money we have to change the channel shift the frequency so the way you can do that is just by saying simply you know i'm willing to look at the possibilities that are out there i'm open to the opportunities that might come my way I'm excited about making more money and being open to receiving more money. And you start to shift your own energy. And I remember reading a book by Rhonda Byrne. I think it was The Power. And she said she likes to call the law of attraction the law of you. You know, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And so what that means is that everything that we put out is what comes back to us. So this is why you'll see 
you know, people who have next to nothing, but when they get something, they give it away. Mm-hmm. And it always comes back to them. I remember when I was living in Costa Rica eight years ago, I was there for two and a half months because I studied uh, the TEFL course, teaching English as a foreign language. And I'll never forget, I was attached to my money because I didn't really know how this all worked. And I thought I had to hoard it so that it would last me as long as I was there. And there was save for, save, I don't mean to interrupt you, save for a rainy day. As my dad used to say, honey, don't be careful when you spend your money. Do you need to save, save for a rainy day? I'm like, I don't exactly. want that rainy day to come. <laughs> exactly. Like these are all things that we were taught growing up, right? Yes. And I didn't want to run out because I was nervous that, you know, then I would be stressed and I wouldn't enjoy my time. And how would I live? How would I fly back home? You know, all of these things consumed right. my mind. And I had one of the greatest teachers there. He was an 18 year old. I was 27 at the time, so I was a little bit older than him. He was 18, moved to Costa Rica to study all on his own with zero money. He paid for the course and that's all the money he had. And I remember looking at him like he had four heads. (laughs) (laughs) How does a person do that? And you know what he did? He trusted. He trusted in a power greater than himself that he would always be taken care of. Mm -hmm. There was another girl in our class, and I actually just met up with her. She came to Kathleen's event in Toronto, which Uh is amazing because we hadn't seen each other in eight years. And um, so that was amazing. But I told her this story. She asked him to go and get her a snack from the supermarket next door to the school. And she gave him money and she said, can you get me this? And whatever's left, you can keep. And I went with him and I had my own money. And we went in there and he got her, like I think it was plantain chips and he got himself like a mango or something. And he had change that was now his. And we walked out of the supermarket and there was somebody sitting on the stoop asking for money. And he reached in his pocket and he gave that money to them. It almost makes me wanna cry because that was a moment in my life where I learned so much. I was like, this is a person who gives so much. And that's why it always comes back to him. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, you know, if you can take anything from this podcast today, just know how powerful it is to give. And it doesn't have to be monetarily. It can be compliments, beautiful, your beautiful energy, smiling at someone. There's so many ways that we can give. And I truly believe that when we are so generous, it just all comes back to us tenfold. Absolutely. And give, don't, like when you give, don't expect back to receive back. You have to just give of the kindness of your heart, Mm -hmm. no matter who it is. If you felt that the homeless person at the end of the um, exit, (laughs) I don't care if he looks nice or what have you. You know what? If you felt that connection, just give them a dollar, give them food or whatever it is. But it is so true, Jessica, a hundred percent. Like when you give in the kindness of your heart, it definitely comes back tenfold. Oh my goodness. I love it. Okay. So we have, we do have some more time. We have about 10 more minutes and I wanted to talk Holly about your role with Miss Canada and how did you envision using this platform to advocate to your cause and what you do now. I was a model for 17 years and I came out of it always wanting 
um, a role model or someone to look up to, a mentor, a woman. And I was actually at a low point in my life when before I entered the pageant. And somebody called me and they're like, you should join the pageant. You should, you should, you should run for it. And I thought, well, what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. So I went to it and I ended up winning. And it completely ignited that fire of me to be now someone's role model, to be um, a mentor to young women, to give back and use that role to something that already was inside me already. Um, So the year just kickstarted philanthropy and showing up in a different way and really having that integrity, shining my light, all of that kind of stuff. And then I didn't stop there. That's when I started Finding Beauty Within, the company that helps younger women. And then again, we like tracks like. So I, I attracted all these people that, that were in similar roles and similar potential and similar you know, views and visions. So that platform really catapulted all of the things in my life. I mean, it even helped me with real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That, that's powerful. I, you know, my mom was a Vogue model. Um, for years and years. Um, She passed when I was 17 years old. Um, But I wanted to follow her her footsteps. I wanted to be a model. And I remember my dad taking me to John Robert Powers. And they had to do this all interview. And I had to stand against the wall. And I had to walk and do all this stuff, right? You know the whole drill, way more than I do. But I remember my dad had a, a look on his face. And he said, honey, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, I do, I really do, you know, and, and they, and he said, okay, so he thought about it and thought about it. And then they wanted to do the next step. Okay, let's keep going, you know, and then my dad said, I can't, I I can't, you're my baby girl, you know, there's, there's, I'm the baby out of four of them. I can't have you do that. It's different times now. And um, I, I want you to do something else. So I what is Jessica? Like we were talking about earlier, it's like how you were brought up. It's like, okay, you know what? I guess that's not the right thing to do. And then I didn't do it. But deep down inside, it was so hurt. And I'm like, and I know why he did it. You know, I wasn't mad at him or anything. But deep down inside, I've always wanted to be a model. As you grow up, you're like, oh no, I didn't want to be a model. <laughs> so maybe there was a reason why. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so thank you for sharing that. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to add, um, just as we were talking, um, earlier about raising your vibration, that's the beauty of the book. (laughs) Ah, I love it. It literally has all these modalities. It practices a case studies, journal prompts so that you can get out of that funk or you can see where you are, or you can become more self-aware or you can raise your vibe. You know, it's all these things that um, we've used over our personal development gro- um, growth for years. Both Jessica and I have used the same practices. We've also got some practices that either one of us want to share. Um, but yeah, it's just for you to really grow. And you can literally put, turn to any page, pick it up and be like, I'd like to try this this week, you know, or this is resonating me with it this week, you know, because some people have different morning routines. Some people have different nighttime routines. Some pe- people have different types of practices that get them through different things, right? Um, so we put that all in there for everyone to try. Beautiful. Yeah. So is that is that the COPE um, book that you guys were doing together? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yay. Yeah. So it's, actually, it- it's pretty cool because um, Jessica's my coach and we kind of coach each other, 
I mean, <laughs> we can kind of say that. So we already practice a lot of these modalities on each other. And um, it was funny because she was writing something down and she was telling me a story about uh, how she's like, see, every everything I do, everything I write down comes true. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because you got the magic ink, girlfriend. And <laughs> like, that's the name of the book. It's got to be. And now it's just pouring out of us. Um, because all of these things, we didn't reinvent the wheel. All these things are are already invented. You learned, right? We learned. I mean, you know, um, Esther Hicks, you know, Abraham Hicks, you know, Gabby Bernstein, we know all these people already. So most yeah. of the stuff is, is just things that we tried. And they're really fun stories of us and what happened when we did try them. How the three of us learned, right, is how you learn is I used to, um, and I'm sure you guys like um, Esther Hicks and and then Wayne Dyer is listening to remember like putting in the books or the the CDs in your car to listen like, <laughs> for the books and and I used to do that all the time because I used to have to travel for a little bit to work but the most important thing is is to like share to our audiences our listeners is educating yourself is key on the things that you love to do right and. And either be it a podcast, listening to a podcast or reading a book or anything that, that you can always inspire yourself and, and teaching yourself and learning, because that's how I learned. That's how Holly and Jessica, that's how you learn, right? And then you all come together and mentoring each other as you grow up, but not grow up, but you're just growing into your, yourself, your own divine self. So yeah. And we're really excited about this book because this is all about you figuring out what works for you, right? Yeah. This is an opportunity for you to try out the different things that have worked for us. We've put so many things into this book, but it's really a place where you get to just do little case studies and see what helps you to feel better, what helps you to manifest that dream job or that dream partner or whatever it is. Um, and I just wanted to say one last thing that I learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza and Holly's really big on this. She always goes into her imagination and visualizes herself with her goal achieved. And Dr. Joe Dispenza says, you know, your brain and your body do not know the difference between what an actual life experience and you thinking about that experience. It has the same neurochemical activity in the brain and so if mm -hmm. we're all energy and our energy is what's going out and bringing back to us what we desire you don't have to experience buying the car before you know what it feels like to buy a brand new car because you can go into your imagination and visualize it feel it driving that car <laughs> driving that car so i remember yes. getting one of my first manifestations that was like my intentional manifestation was a car i wrote on a post-it note i love my white little car and i was like it feels so good to drive this car and then i got that exact car and so i just always think have fun with it be playful with it. And when you're playful with it and you have no attachment to it, that's when it comes into your experience. And so, yes. you know, the whole point of this book is for us to just be a, a guide for anybody who's curious about, you know, stepping more into their power, living more of their potential, finding more joy and crushing their goals. Cause that's what we want for everybody. We want to celebrate everyone living their best life, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies, gosh, this was a phenomenal episode and I'm so honored and grateful to have you both um, as a guest on my podcast. And I hope our listeners definitely enjoyed it and had fun with it. This is what I'm talking about, like organic, have fun, be yourself. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and review and share it with a friend. To connect with me and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Empower with Nancy and visit my website, empowerwithnancy.com to learn more about how coaching with me can significantly enhance your life and business. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. See you next time.